T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From KMOX Sports. The young swings and that's a high fly ball. Billikens win! Billikens win! This is Sports Open Line. It's a grand slam! Touchdown! Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice. Yes! KMOX. A good Thursday evening to you. Welcome into the program. Have you for just one hour tonight. We take you till 7 o'clock, leading you into... Thursday Night Football. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. Just a few moments ago on MLB Network, they made a big announcement. And when I say they, I specifically mean legendary Cardinal Albert Pujols. Well, brother, congratulations. This is the first one of many more, hopefully, to come. Uh, Well-deserved. What an honor to play with you this year. Uh, What I love about you is just the way that you conduct yourself, you know, off the field and the field, the great teammate that you are. And um, what an honor, you know, just to say I play the finals year in St. Louis and play, I would say, one of the best first basements in the game right now. So congratulations. Enjoy with the family. And uh, the first one, but hopefully many more to come, brother. Man, wow, it's really special to have you, Albert. It was amazing, you know, to play with you. The kids, to get to witness what you did this year. So uh, unbelievable the time you took, you know, even whenever we first met eight, ten years ago to, to coach me up and take the time to talk to me and to be the example you are for, for me and my kids. I mean, even Manny and Noah, we all, you know, are trying to play like you. So thank you. That audio courtesy of MLB Network just a few moments ago, Albert Pujols making the announcement that uh, his teammate in Paul Goldschmidt has been named the National League MVP after he uh, led the National League in slugging, 578, had the best OPS in the National League at uh, 981. It is the sixth time over his 12-year career that he's been in top six in the voting. Uh, Manny Machado finishing second, Nolan Arnado 
Arenado uh, finishing uh, third for Arenado. He finishes in the top six in voting for a fifth time in his career. Uh, he also won his 10th consecutive Gold Glove Award. So pretty cool that uh, those two guys were uh, were right there. And it's uh, Paul Goldschmidt. We had long known, I mean, you look at the betting odds, things like that. We had long known that it was likely to be Paul Goldschmidt as the National League MVP. But now it is officially official that he is the MVP. So uh, pretty cool that another Cardinal has won the MVP award. Paul Goldschmidt, your National League MVP. With that, uh, again, we welcome you into the program. Have a jam-packed one hour. Here's what we've got uh, coming up this evening, uh, coming up in just a few moments. We'll talk about this with uh, Rob Raines uh, from uh, stlsportspage.com. And then later on in the hour, Cardinals pitching coach Dusty Blake is set to join us as well. I'll tell you this just uh, right off the bat. I've already recorded the interview with uh, Dusty Blake, so we're not going to be able to ask him about Paul Goldschmidt uh, winning the National League MVP. So when you hear that, you won't hear that question. But I thought uh, uh, Dusty had a lot of really interesting uh, things to say. So he's going to join us coming up uh, later on in the program here on KMO. But up next, Rob Raines is going to join us. We've got you till 7 o'clock tonight and Thursday night of football. Good one tonight. Packers and Titans from Green Bay. We're back with more in a moment. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports Open Line continuing here on a Thursday evening. My name is Matt Pauley. Have you for the next about 40 minutes or so. We're leading you into Thursday Night Football tonight. 
Packers and Titans, but we are talking St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Uh, we just found out Paul Goldschmidt is the National League MVP. Also, uh, stay tuned. New Cardinals pitching coach Dusty Blake is going to join us in about 15 minutes. But right now, we're very happy to welcome on to the program. He uh, covers the Cardinals. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Rob Rains. Read him at stlsportspage.com. He is Rob Rains. Hey, Rob, thanks for your time. How are you? My pleasure. How are you guys tonight? Doing all right, as Rob is joining us on the Quiver River Guest Line. I guess nobody's shocked by Paul Goldschmidt winning the MVP. What's your uh, initial reaction to it? Well-deserved. Definitely well-deserved. I mean, he was a guy that had a terrific season. I know everybody kind of focuses on the fact he didn't play as well in September as uh, as he had during the other four months of the year. But I think it's one of those awards that, you know, you look at, you know, obviously it's based on the whole regular season, not just the last month, not to, you know, certainly not the playoffs because you got to have your votes in before that. So I think he was a, a well-deserved honor, and I'm happy that he won. He wins it overwhelmingly. So or was, is there any surprise to that? No, I didn't think so. I mean, 22 out of the 31st place, I didn't think it would be unanimous. I mean, I did think Alcantara, you know, yesterday in the Cy Young vote would be unanimous, and he was. But, I, you know, there was too many other cases. Machado, especially, you know, the, the way he played, the way San Diego finished the season, I thought he would get some votes, you know, from, from that, uh, you, know, you know, people that cover that team, and, and he did. I was a little surprised Arenado got a first-place vote. I, you know, came from a writer in Pittsburgh, so that surprised me a little bit. But, you know, he finishes third, and, and you know, well-deserved honor for, for him as well. So, um yeah, I think it probably went about like uh, everybody thought it would go. Is this maybe a good thing for Goldschmidt just in the sense that it gives him something other than the the postseason results to kind of take into the offseason, if that makes any sense? Well, I always got to add to all the other room he's going to have to clear on his mantle for all the awards <laughs> he's won. You know, I mean, he got the Hank Aaron Award. He got the Silver Slugger. He got the Player's Choice Award. He got the Heart and Hustle Award a couple of days ago. I mean, yeah, he's other than missing out on the Gold Glove, I think he's won everything he's been up for. Uh, in the postseason. So, yeah, it's got to make you feel good. It's got to make you realize that you did have a terrific season. I mean, I ran the numbers for those four months from between May and, and all, you know, through the start of September. It was like, you know, 32 home runs, 94 RBIs, 104, you know, games played, 342 batting average. I mean, that, you can't play any better than that. So if that if that's not good enough to, to win an MVP, especially when your team wins a division, I really don't know what it is. You know, it's interesting because – the Cardinals have that those two middle of the order guys, uh, but really before Albert Pujols got going, the offense did underperform, and now they go into an off season where a lot of people are talking about them needing to add legitimately two bats to the lineup. It just says something about baseball where you can have guys the stature of, of Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, and you still need a whole lot around them to be able yeah. to uh, score runs at the pace that you would like. I th- and I think that was magnified during those two games against the Phillies. You know, I mean, I think during the course of a regular season, you know, you need those guys needed to come through. They came through more times than not. I mean, you don't win 93 games, you know, without that happening. But, but in a short season, when two guys do struggle at the same time, yeah, you do, you do need somebody else to step up, and that's why the Cardinals are going to try to go out and find somebody, you know, whoever that case may be this winter, whether it's a, somebody they bring in from the outside or just simply promote Jordan Walker from the from the minor leagues. So uh, I think they do need that other other guy. They could, you know, they could already have it. It could be him. It could be Nolan Gorman it could be you know they've they've got some some pieces in place that it could be you know so we'll just have to see what uh, what moves that they they make over the winter to try to add to that lineup 
Walker is likely to start the season at AAA and eventually get to the big leagues this upcoming season, but nobody's saying that he can't win a job out of spring training. And look, we've seen that happen before where somebody plays really well, then goes and plays, uh, you know, winter ball or, the, you know, the fall league and performs there. And then they come to spring training and they, they win themselves a job. What kind of possibility do you think that is that Walker could break camp and be a Cardinal on opening day next year? Well, I think there's another question you have to ask first before you can answer that question is, is who are the other candidates to make that the lineup, to make that roster? You know, is is it just the current group of outfielders that we have, you know, are in place right now on the Cardinals, or is there going to be somebody coming in from the outside that's going to make that more difficult? So I think it, without knowing that answer, you can't really answer the question. But if, if you had to ask me today, based on the guys that Carl's currently have in their roster rotation, I think he's the opening day right fielder. So we'll do you think the Cardinals trade from their current major league roster this offseason to buy, whether it's bringing another outfielder or whether it's acquiring a catcher in the trade market? Uh, is this something where we could see them trade away maybe from some of their outfield depth or something? You know, there's been a ton of social media conversation lately about Lars Newtbar, but whoever it might be, do you feel like this is an offseason where maybe there are major league guys who are getting moved? I guess it's a possibility. I think you've got guys that, you know, you have a lot of a lot of guys, but you have don't have a guy who's that star that we just talked about. You know, I mean you have a lot of really good players. So I think the Cardinals went into this season thinking Tyler O'Neill was gonna be that third bat in the lineup, you know, and it turned out it was Pools for the second half of the season, but I don't think anybody saw that that coming. But based on the way O'Neill had played, you know, the thirty plus home runs a year ago, you know, they thought that he was gonna be the guy. So the injuries and everything kind of set him back. So just one of the things you like about baseball is you can you can predict and you can analyze and you can think you understand what's going to happen but then sometimes it just totally works out differently than than it does so yeah it wouldn't surprise me especially you know they look at some of the couple of the pitchers that are at the either the back end of the rotation or the back end of the, the bullpen if they do make a move and go out and sign somebody or trade for somebody else then then just simply that by the victim of the numbers game somebody's going to probably have to go Rob Raines covers the Cardinals for stlsportspage.com. A couple more uh, questions uh, for him. John Mozalock was very open at his end-of-season press conference that the team is going to spend money, the payroll is going to go up. Now, he's not going to paint himself into a corner and say how much. And from a very kind of dictionary definition standpoint, payroll goes up just because of guys who are scheduled to get raises, but I don't think it would sit well with the fan base if that's just the amount that the the you know the payroll's going up. It feels like when he talks about it, it's got to be a substantial increase. What are you expecting them to do from a uh, payroll standpoint this offseason? I think it'll go up. I think some of the special action I've seen is somewhere between fifteen and twenty million dollars. But again, it's not it's not how much money you spend; it's how you spend it. You know, I mean, it's where where do you spend it? On, on what position players can you get better? I mean, I to me, they've they've been one of those teams that they really don't go out very often and and make a you know sign the top free agent on the market. And I'm not saying it couldn't couldn't happen, but it would surprise me if it did. I mean, most of their bigger moves, you know, the last few years, Goldschmidt, Arenado have come through trades. So I think you're looking at that as a possibility as as well, especially for the catcher market. I mean, there's a couple guys out there in the free agent market that I'm sure they're probably kicking the tires are and analyzing. But it's all you know, it's, you can offer money but then it's up to the player and his agent to agree to take it so it's it works you know the street has to move but traffic has to move both ways on that street so that's why it's really kind of hard to predict what's going to happen last thing for you what do you think there's going to be much of an impact as a result of the coaching changes that were made it's a very different looking staff for this year 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think you got there is some continuity though. I mean, even though you know, Holiday's really the only new guy coming in, but he followed the team very closely and very familiar, obviously, with the older guys on the team. You know, no one are especially close, and they can go from it have a good relationship. So, so I think that that. Even though he was not here on a day-to-day basis, I think he he understands what the situation was, and he and Ollie are so close that I'm sure he'll get all the reports that he needs to from from him. And and Dusty Blake, you know, takes over as the pitching coach. Turner Ward takes over as the hitting coach. Those guys were both here the last two years. You know, well, Turner was here all last year. Blake's been here two years. So even though they were not in the same role that they're going to be in, they certainly were were familiar with what was going on. So I think that that's going to help the continuity. I mean, there's you know, I know you're talking to, to Dusty. I actually talked to him yesterday too about first story will be coming up soon here on the STL Sports page. But you know, I think he was talking about any time you make changes, there's going to be in staff, there's going to be some things that change just because you have a different way of doing things. But I think, you know, it was probably a good thing that they, you know, promoted from within and brought in guys that already had some familiarity with the people who are here. Rob Raines covers the Cardinals for stlsportspage.com. Follow him on Twitter at Rob Raines. Rob, thanks so much for your time as always, and I will catch up again real soon. Okay, anytime. Thank you. Awesome. Very good. There's Rob Raines joining us here on Sports Open Line. As mentioned, up next, we're going to be joined by the new Cardinals uh, pitching coach, Dusty Blake. Again, the disclaimer, we recorded the interview prior to the announcement about uh, Paul Goldschmidt winning the MVP. So that's not going to be a question that I ask him, but uh, I've got a lot to say, uh, and he's got a lot to uh, to say as well. Really, he's got more than I have to say, uh, but some interesting things. I think you'll enjoy this conversation. Cardinals pitching coach, Dusty Blake, he joins us next this is sports open line on kmox we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live. On America's Sports Voice. Touchdown, Kansas City. KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. The news of the moment is that Paul Goldschmidt is the National League MVP. That was announced on MLB Network uh, just before 6 o'clock as Albert Pujols actually made the announcement on MLB Network. Uh, Very happy right now to go to the Quiver River guest line. We are going to uh, welcome on to the show. He has been uh, in the Cardinals organization as the pitching strategist, but now he moves into a little bit of a different role, actually a much different role, but he'll continue to do uh, much of what he was doing as the pitching strategist, but pick up some more responsibilities as well. He is uh, pitching coach Dusty Blake. Dusty, thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us this evening. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Matt. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's go back a little bit. Mike Maddox makes the decision that he wants a little bit of a different baseball lifestyle, and the pitching coach position comes open. Uh, what's the, when when you find out that information? Are you reaching out and saying you're interested in the job, or are Mo and uh, and, and Ali coming to you? Like, what's that whole process like? Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember back. Uh, I think at first, uh, you know, just hearing about that was. A little surprising. Obviously, Mad Dog's done a great job with our staff, and you know these guys trust him. And you know, I think pitching in St. Louis has been certainly something that has been part of our success. So, uh, yeah, I think you know, kind of getting past that, 
um, you know, the question did come up and, you know, certainly have, have been uh, enjoying the opportunity I've had with the organization. But I, I think, you know, any pitching coach, uh, or at least in, in my history as a pitching coach, I feel like you always uh, want to consider an opportunity if it, if it happens to, to cross your plate. And so, yeah, I was uh, certainly interested when uh, I found out the news that, that they would consider me and that, you know, I have, have interest going down that, that path. Your reputation is as someone who's very good when it comes to data and analytics, uh, and they're not hiring another pitching strategist. At least they've not announced it, so it seems like you're taking a lot of those roles into or those duties into your job as pitching coach. Can you talk to me even before this? As the pitching strategist, what did that look like? What have you been doing for the team? Yeah, I think yeah, the biggest, some of the biggest changes in the game are due to all the inputs that we now have. You know, every stadium or a lot of stadiums have uh, systems that are measuring, uh, you know, it's called a mocap system where they're measuring angles and degrees of movement. And we've got Hawkeye and you've got Edgetronic camera, 500,000 frames per second. Um, uh, and so w- within that, um, there, there's just a lot more incoming and there needs to be and there's value in having someone that can help kind of digest that and then make it, uh, you know, somewhat relatable to the player so that you can use it to actually, you know, help improve performance or just in an actionable way that's going to kind of support the glove. So I think, you know, my role a couple of years ago as I came in uh, was more about trying to be a conduit of, of that information for our staff and for our players and kind of help filter and digest the, the more meaningful parts of it that, that we could act on. So you talk about all the data that's available and, and the cameras that are out there, and I know there's there's gigabytes of data that's being recorded on a second-by-second basis. I don't, I don't know if people really understand just how much data is coming in on a moment-by-moment basis. I've always thought for me, if I was in a position where I was trying to utilize this, my biggest struggle would be knowing which information to take and use and which information really isn't going to help me that much and it's just kind of there. How do you navigate through so much information being available? Yeah, and, and hopefully that's, you know, that you know, at least from our perspective, that's the, the biggest part of this thing. Everybody has access to a lot of the same information, so it's how you organize it and how you use it. You know, I think the goal, you know, for our players, if you're, if you're working back from them, is to help them be great at what they're good at. And so identifying if, if you're going to use um, some of the technology that's available, identifying what things make them great when they're great, uh, helping connect with how to achieve that process, and then find ways to be more consistent with it. You know, if we can find a, a pitch that um, certain guys throw and, you know, 10 to 15 percent of the time when it hits these metrics, it's – you know, the best version of that pitch, well, maybe we can move the needle on that instead of 15% of the time, maybe we can throw that 30 to 40% of the time. There's always going to be, you know, human error, and that's a big part of the game as, as far as, the, you know, trying to repeat something that's being measured in so many ways. And at the end of the day, guys still have to compete. You know, if, if you have any kind of doubt or fear that enters into a pitcher's mind, then obviously you can throw all the other things out the window. They're not going to be the best version of themselves. So, you know, helping them connect with what makes them good and then finding ways to reconnect with that and reinforce that for them, I think is the biggest piece. And and like you said, there, there's so many data points uh, filtering that for them to simplify actually what it is that, 
makes them great and the best version of themselves, I think is a big responsibility for, for me and our staff. You've got a background as a college coach. You were a pitching coach at Duke. Uh, it feels like right now in Major League Baseball, more and more former college pitching coaches are moving into Major League roles. Is there a reason for that, do you think? You know, I don't want to speculate on, you know, somebody else's opinion there. Uh, you know, but if I, you know, from my vantage point, you know, as, as a college coach, you, you do have to be integrated into a ton of systems. Um, you, you're involved with the strength performance. You're involved in the scouting and recruiting. You're obviously devolved, involved in player development. And so there's just a, a, a lot of layers to that job. And, you know, at, at that level, you, you don't have a farm system. You can't make trades. And so some of these guys that have found success down there have, have had to, to do it in a way where they've been really consistent and, and, and been on some uh, really good stretches where um, they've been able to help promote either player development or uh, guys being able to stay healthy throughout a season and perform consistently. And so I can see, you know, there, there being value in bringing somebody into an organization that's been responsible for wearing so many hats and understanding how all those pieces fit together. Um, but, you know, I, I don't want to speak for, you know, somebody else, but in, in my mind, I think that's, that's an angle where uh, there, there is some value in, in having an experienced coach. Cardinals pitching coach Dusty Blake continuing to join us. So for you, you've been the pitching strategist. We've already talked so much about uh, you know using data to, to be able to help pitchers. What does this look like for you now? Because you're, I can only assume you are going to take a lot of what you've already been doing and then also continue to move into that lead pitching coach role. It seems like there's a lot of uh, a lot being put on you. Would that be a correct way to say it? Uh, yeah, I think the responsibility increases um, for sure, and the accountability, and you know, obviously, the, trying to get on the same page with with players, not just from a you know technology standpoint, but from across the board, um, is is the the biggest thing I think we we've, we've got to work through this off season, and making sure we're prepared to take advantage of spring training. You know, we certainly have rule changes happening in the game with the pitch clock, and you know, having some idea of 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 a game plan for that, but. Uh, yeah, as responsibility grows, uh, it, it's certainly just part of it. And, um, again, my, my goal is to make sure we're all on the same page. We're having truthful and transparent conversations. Uh, I think one thing our organization has done really well has built a system that's integrated in where each player has access to anything we're using to evaluate them. And so if I'm going to have a transparent and truthful conversation with our players, um, I'm not holding information that they don't have access to or they can't see that we're going to discuss. They're able to, to log in. They're able to look at their performances, video, pitch data, and then the, the simpler metrics and matchups and splits versus righty versus lefty, that sort of thing. But, um, you know, we've created a really good platform for those guys to be looped in on areas that we feel like they're being evaluated. Uh, and so to just have those types of conversations to make sure we're on the same page and have a good plan moving into spring training is kind of the first item up for, for bid there. Is it enjoyable? There's so much going on because you want to help pitchers be able to throw their pitches, like you said, make them their best self. There's the approach that you want to take against hitters from a big picture. There's approach that you want to take against specific hitters based off what they do well and what they don't do well. It's all this stuff that goes into helping pitchers perform at their best level. Do you enjoy bringing all of that together and making it into kind of one clear message? 
Yeah, I think it's it's hard uh, to really survive in this game as a coach, whether it's college or professional, if, if you don't love that, because it is a lot of responsibility and a lot of information, and it certainly takes time to work through. But you know, that's the reward when you feel like you can connect all the dots um, and, and find a player that goes out, you know, knows the best version of themselves and can go out and demonstrate that. And based on a plan that he's worked through, um, yeah, I think that's, that's certainly a, a huge, um, you know, value in, in the time commitment and the sacrifice that you make. Um, but yeah, it's it's something to be excited about, and hopefully we get a little bit closer to that each day. I don't know that you ever achieve that completely, but uh, if we're taking a step closer each day, that's certainly a, a good thing. I'm sure there are the occasion where you have to have a conversation with a guy where basically you want to change up things that they've been doing. Um, Professional ball players want to be their best self, but also you do something for a long time. Maybe you feel like you know what you're doing. What is it like when, when you're sitting down with somebody, you've got the video, you've got all the information, and, and you're saying to them, we think you can be better if you do this, this, and this, which is different from what you've previously been doing? Yeah, it, it, there is an art to that, and you know, it doesn't happen maybe as frequently as um, – maybe some folks would assume because I think the first step is always making sure, are we reinforcing the things that they're doing well enough? You know, are, are we, are we having uh, a tough time maintaining success because we need to change something or are we having a tough time maintaining success because we're just not consistent at the things that we're capable of doing? I mean, I can tell you a number of times conversations came up with, with guys concerned about you know this pitch didn't get chased or this pitch didn't have the swing and miss or the weak contact that I would hope and you kind of look at where these pitches were located or the counts they were thrown in and well we don't need to add another pitch let's let's do a better job at connecting with these locations or these counts or you know getting ourselves ahead more um, so I think that's always the first layer but when you have to create a conversation around making change I think a really important part of that is obviously connecting well enough to get the player or the pitcher on board and that's where the transparency piece happens you know if i come into that meeting with all the information they may feel a little ambushed or blindsided knowing that they have access to pretty much everything i have to evaluate their performances you know it's a real seamless conversation into this is kind of what works up here this is an area that's not working you know what's the next step hear a few suggestions, get their point of view, because at the end of the day, if they're not bought into it, then it's not going to work anyways. A couple more questions for Cardinals pitching coach uh, Dusty Blake. You guys bring in uh, Julio Rangel to uh, serve as the uh, bullpen coach, assistant pitching coach. Uh, do you have a relationship with him? And what's the, uh, maybe is there an excitement level being able to work shoulder to shoulder with him? Uh, did, did not have a previous relationship, have touched base with him obviously multiple times since he, he came in and, and joined us in that role. And uh, I think, yeah, the thing I'm most excited about, he's obviously, he, he's been a, a major league pitching coach before. Um, he's got some really good ideas as far as how to connect and communicate with players. I think one area we're on the same page is, you know, having a range of, uh, of an ability to digest all the things that are out there, but then filtering that down to the simplest form of what matters most. And he, he's not a guy that's going to neglect, uh, you know, some of the advanced technology and metrics. He's also not a guy that's going to solely try to rely on that in order to communicate and, and, and help develop players. So he's got a really good balance. He's got experience. Uh, he's got a great track record. 
And, you know, that's probably some of the areas um, that I've, I've been most excited about in our conversations. Last thing for you, and this might be the most important thing I ask you, uh, have you made a decision if you're going to do a Mike Maddox and claw it up, maybe double claw it occasionally when you're making those mound visits? Well, listen, he's absolutely owned and set the bar for that move. So I would I would uh, probably not be doing myself any uh, service by trying to replicate that. Um, I, I don't have any signature move. I think I have been criticized, especially on the road when I was a pitching coach at Duke. Uh, I guess I'll walk to the mound really slow. Uh, it's not something that's too intentional, but I'm, I'm not in a hurry when momentum's not going in our favor. Clearly, timeouts are a thing in, in football and basketball to kind of uh, maybe slow down the momentum of the other team. And so, uh, again, I've, I've been accused of that, but that's certainly not a, a calling card or a move or anything that I'm, I'm really trying to intentionally do in my mind. Okay, I lied. I got to follow up on that. Do you think umpires <laughs> uh, give you less time on the mound if you have a slow walk out there? I, I haven't noticed a shift in mound time opportunities, uh, but I certainly know if it takes longer to get out there, that some of the momentum may sway a little bit. Uh, and by the time I get out there, uh, we can still have a similar conversation. So I think the advantage may be more if that happens or happens to be the case in the, the time coming to the mound and leaving the mound versus the actual mound time. Well, Dusty, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking some time. Hopefully we can uh, catch up every once in a while and uh, look forward to seeing you in uh, Jupiter here in just a couple months. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate it, man. Look forward to meeting you. Dusty Blake joining us, the Cardinals pitching coach, as he moves from pitching strategist to pitching coach the uh, duties that he held as the pitching strategist he uh, seemingly will continue to do those but now he'll be uh, the lead pitching coach as well Uh, it is notable when he was the pitching coach at duke duke's team era went down every year that uh, that he was there so it's going to be fun to see uh, what they are able to do to make really the bottom line and i think what we take out of that conversation is his job is to make pitchers their best self and that is what he's going to be uh, looking to do, and we'll see how all that plays out. All right, one more break. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk a little St. Louis Blues hockey, and we'll get out of here for Thursday night football. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's Sports Voice. KMOX. The Blues are rolling right now. Welcome back in. It is Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Just a few minutes left in the program. We're taking you till Thursday Night Football. Packers and Titans tonight. Coverage at uh, 7 o'clock. So just a few minutes away from that here on KMOX. Blues are in action this evening. They are at home. Hello to all the people who are driving around downtown St. Louis right now. uh, As they make their way into the Enterprise Center, you should probably hurry. Puck drop is in about 10 minutes. uh, But they match up against the Capitals tonight. So this is amazing. They lost eight games in a row. It felt like they basically opened up the season with an eight-game losing streak. I know they opened up the season with a three-game winning streak, but it felt like they had not won a game all year as they were going through that eight-game losing streak. They've now won four in a row. If they beat the Capitals tonight, they're going to be 500. They're going to be a 500 club. 
They're just fresh off this eight-game losing streak, and they're going to be back at 500, so you're kind of able to reset and, and go from there from like a standings perspective, and it's way too early to be looking at the standings and the playoff positioning and all that sort of stuff, but they're fine. They're fine. Um, I don't think they're as good as uh, maybe they've looked in the last four games, but they're certainly not as bad as they looked in that eight-game losing streak. And at some point in time, we're going to start to figure out just exactly who this team is. I think the way the line combinations have come together recently, I like that. The groupings, it seems like from a chemistry standpoint, there's more chemistry right now than there was previously. And maybe the lines are not built the way that you thought they were going to be built going into the season, but it doesn't really matter. What matters is production. And, you know, like for Ryan O'Reilly, in his last five games, he has three goals and three assists after having one goal and no assist in his uh, first 10 games of the year. And his faceoff percentage has gone way off. His plus plus minus has gone up uh, during that time from a minus 12 to a plus one plus one isn't anything to write home about but obviously the blues uh playing better so they match up against washington tonight uh talked about this when i was on with glover earlier talked about it when i was on with the show earlier today but i uh, just want to give accolades to everybody over at uh, st louis city for what they did last night putting on that international friendly against bayer leverkusen uh that was that was fun and i'm not a soccer guy but i really enjoyed that i enjoyed it so much and just to be there on what was a historic night, not just for that club, but for St. Louis and, and sports in St. Louis, and to see all the activity uh, that was going on in that part of downtown. I've said this a couple times. It just feels like, and I know it's right across from Union Station. I get it. But it just feels like the existence of City Park extends downtown out. And I know from a city, I don't know if it's a city planning perspective or just kind of a dream vision perspective, the idea is to really kind of bridge that gap between Forest Park and downtown with more stuff. A lot of work to do on that. A lot of work to do on that, uh, but that takes it one step closer. So that was a lot of fun. I'm still thawing out. I froze my you-know-what off last night, but I don't care. It was fun. Um, and just the the supporter section, what they did with the flags and the drums and the chants and everything, man, that was cool. That was You impressed me. You impressed me uh, with what you did. And I like the idea that they're not fans. They are supporters. Supporters. So uh, good stuff. That was a really, really enjoyable night last night. I uh, told you earlier in the show, the big news of the day, Paul Goldschmidt is your National League MVP, winning the uh, first MVP of his career. Uh, they have announced, by the way, the American League MVP. No shocker here. Aaron Judge of the Yankees uh, won the MVP. An interesting story, by the way, came out yesterday that Major League Baseball is investigating the Yankees and the Mets about collusion because there was a report out there that the Mets are not going to go after Aaron Judge because of the respect from uh, Steve Cohen, the Mets owner, to Hal Steinbrenner of the Yankees, and that would technically be collusion. I don't think anything's going to come of that investigation, but uh, I thought it was interesting, uh, to be sure. Last thing for you before we get out of here. You'll have Tom Ackerman on Sports Open Line tomorrow night. It'll be just about a 40-45 minute edition. He'll be live from uh, Chaffetz Arena for uh, St. Louis University women's basketball. SLU is playing uh, Wisconsin Green Bay tomorrow. 
I am the former radio voice of Wisconsin Green Bay women's basketball. And uh, so I'm going to head out to the game and see a lot of my friends uh, that are still part of that program. So taking the day off tomorrow for that. And uh, Tom is going to have you for a sports open line. And then I'll have play-by-play for you of that game. That's going to do it for this edition of Sports Open Line. Thanks, as always, to uh, Matt Pajeski. Thanks to uh, Dusty Blake, the Cardinals pitching, co- pitching coach, Rob Raines as well. And uh, Sports Open Line tomorrow at 6. I'll talk to you again coming up on Monday right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.